0: All right, we are back in the win column, back with the whole gang together too. I it think. Back. Yeah. Nineties uh, night
1: here though. It's lit right now. It Was nineties night? Nineties night, baby. Oh, what we, dude, that's like my night.
0: What do we got going on right now?
1: <laughs> yeah, what You, what know, made that, it you, you 90s know the vibes. John what's here?
0: No, what's playing right now? Africa.
2: Oh, okay. Oh, that's, Toto. Toto. that's Toto. Toto. That's, Toto. That's Toto. Yeah. I love Toto. Isn't that
3: eighties? That's yeah, that's, it's like total like '80s.
0: Way, it's that's like 80s, way, right? it's like it's closer to '70s than it is '90s. It's like '82, '83. Yeah. Yeah, well, yacht like, rock, that's yeah. yacht rock, baby. Montel Jordan
3: performed at halftime. So I love that, that stuff. Nightmare.
0: I'll hop on my Peloton for an '80s ride, and they'll play a song from like Weezer in like 1994, and I'm like, no, no. I was like, all you, you have, have to sure. do is look. All you have to do is look at the date. It's not yeah, a genre. Yeah. It's a date. Especially Just look like day. four years. Is it a genre or, or is like it a no. date? That's a good question. It's, it's both, but the, the, it's the, both, but you got at know. the very least you have to have the date. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you know? Yeah. anyway, like the watch this, for John or the Pelly.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Anyway, we are we are back with like I said, the whole team uh we're like the Celtics we're like Voltron okay we need all 5 to be at full strength and if this if this these couple of games have taught us anything it's fine yeah they're still competitive and they can play with a team like Miami and not have a perfect game and be there neck for neck and then they can slug it out with a team like Indiana which isn't great and so like you just see that little kind of Dip back down into mortality, you know, in the post-Rob sort of world. So, Joe Sway, uh, Bobby, you guys are there. Just what your first takeaways from t- from tonight's game? Because this was an annoying game, right? You're like, okay, yeah. they're up seven or eight. Let's let's hit the gas and and go up twenty and call it a day. It just never happened. uh So, Joe Sway, start with you.
3: Yeah, I mean, I just feel like Indiana Pacers just felt hopeful, you know, and obviously they had a lot of reason to because of Halliburton, but then Halliburton goes down. And then all of a sudden, Jalen Smith pops up. And it's funny, man. I turned to Bobby during the third quarter, and I'm like, man, Jalen Smith, like, he had a pretty good stint in Phoenix this year. He sort of disappeared. Goes off, literally. Right after I say that, starts going off in the third quarter. Continues over into the fourth. And it almost felt like they were taking turns in a way of just going through uh, the teeth of the defense, and it's exactly what the Celtics were doing. And they were trading training baskets, in my opinion. And then Lance Stevenson also was a thorn in the Celtics' side down the stretch. You know, Love those three-pointers as well with, by the Pacers. But then your two best scores on the floor. They did what they were supposed to do, you know? It was between Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, but Jalen Brown, man, what a solid outing. We, we rarely lead the show with this, but whoa, I think it's both observing who? this time around. 17 what? first half points. Who? You know what I mean? He got Jalen. <laughs> he gets and the brownie? 30-plus points. Look, look. Between him and, him and Tatum, 30-plus point performances. What's this? The, the eighth this year? I mean, that's the formula, I guess. You know when when those guys are going, they rarely lose. We we get that, but yeah, the the trading baskets before that though, this this game shouldn't have been that close down the stretch, but it was.
1: I thought Jalen played awesome tonight. I mean, he even from the ball handling to the shooting, everything. I mean, he had he had a little he had a little pep in his step tonight, so it was good to see. I mean, I think lately in general he's looked better. I know like last game they all looked like crap against Miami. I mean, we we kind of talked about how they kind of fell into some bad habits, but overall I, I like where Jalen's game's been at over the last, I would say month, give or take, um, which is, which is good because, um, you know, it's all hands on deck coming down the stretch here. So another great performance from him. Um, you're right. It's a little, a little weird talking about Jalen Brown. this early in the show. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of at a loss yeah. for words. I am like, I'm like, I'm like about to wrap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. 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 But you know, you know, what's going to happen <laughs> if he, if he, if he, if he pulls up a dud on Sunday, everyone's going to say, oh, it's because you guys talked about him. You guys jinxed yep. him, you know? Oh, for sure. Yeah. The
2: if, he up a, if he puts up a dud on Sunday, it would be because he put up a dud on Sunday. Forget that. But listen, and then then we'll talk great about great game. And then we'll talk about him. And then about we'll, it. Okay, <laughs> we'll, we'll lead, we'll lead and with we'll it Exactly. <laughs> with that, that will be the lead.
0: Man, Jalen's <laughs> killing us. Yeah.
2: No, he was great tonight. I mean, he did a great job of getting to his spots, knocking down the shots we know he can knock down, getting guys involved, had seven assists. Uh, I really wasn't as bothered by the five turnovers as I normally would be with him when it comes to turnovers, just because I just thought he was in such a good flow that I, it didn't even feel like he had that many turnovers. So this was a really good Jalen Brown game, and I like the fact, and even though it was Indiana, and they kind of sucked. You know that they're a Rick Carlisle coach team, so they're not just going to lay down and let you beat the snot out of them. They're not built that way. So the fact that they were able to win a close game, even though it wasn't a great team, but it was a close game nonetheless that they had to execute and do some things down the stretch. To me, this was a nice little primer for the kind of games you're going to have to play and find ways to win come playoff time. Because you're not going to be blowing teams out the water the way you did throughout the regular season. But one, because it's a playoff, and two, because you don't have Rob Williams out there. Right. So also Joe Sway, i muted you because of the nineties oh,
0: stuff. So go sorry, on You got it. You got yeah. it. Go ahead.
3: No, I'm just gonna just so I'll piggyback on that. Like, yeah, you want you want to see some resistance against these teams, right? You don't want to see yourself so playing a bunch of teams that are just mailing it in at this point of the regular season. So this is good in that sense. And also, Al Horford, man, what a sneaky, like low-key, uh you know, just filling the stat line type of Al Horford game, man. You got 17 points, 10 rebounds, you know, the six assists. I thought he sort of got Grant going with those cutting, those, those takes to the to the rim. He was cutting, you know, Grant had a frustrating night, it seemed like he was, you know, really hard, really hard on himself at some point, really holding his head down, and I thought Al helped him sort of, you know, ease the ease his offensive struggles, so to speak, right? And I felt like when he came to the defense, he was there, you know, he was taking that extra steps. you know, covering guys left and right, sort of taking a little bit more of you know, the slack yeah. with, without having Robert Williams down low, you know, helping. So I think really, they're going to need that. Out. Yeah. yeah. They're going think... to need that. So that's something you want to see carry over in that first round series for sure.
0: Yeah. I think Grant needs to stop trying to dunk on people. Um, just Um Facts. It's just, yeah.
4: <laughs> but, Facts, not, my
0: dog. But you know what, though? Facts, he, my dog. He, he recovered <laughs> – Fact, dog. No. He, he recovered from that one uh, and got a putback on it, so he battled. Yeah, but he but yeah, he smacked
2: the snot out of Jalen in and the then process, he, and,
0: and then he concussed Jalen. So it was two bad things happened, one good. Um, Joe Sway's like at the spinnaker right now no, or something. His dad's about to like, all
3: right, we're good. Yeah, we're good now. I'm the waiting green for green. the
2: shiny ball to just kind of rotate. He right just behind rotated. Head. It was <laughs> dance
0: floor <laughs> stuff. Um, did he really? So, <laughs> you did. You're he. Um, oh. oh.
2: <laughs> anyway. Oh,
0: you're the hot guy. Anyway, the uh the Al Horford stuff uh is interesting, right? Because it's like not only is he super freaking important now with Rob gone, you gotta lean on him for 30 plus minutes. Now yep. you threw tight we talked about it the other day where Tice is like I mean, Tice is like Rob Light because he simulates a little bit of what Rob does. He's nowhere near the athleticism, it's not as dynamic, but he kind of fills that role. So you tried Grant. And then you went to the Tice thing tonight, and I know Josue and Bobby talked about it on the last post game show. It makes sense; it leaves you really thin on the bench, and it means you got to play Major Al minutes. So not only you're going to count on Al like crazy tonight, it's impossible to imagine a world without Al Horford going forward. This was supposed to be a one and done sort of year, and then you were like, "Great, bye. We'll take the fourteen million buyout and see you this later."
1: Money move yeah. at
0: twenty eight million. You got to keep Al in the next year. I know we're not we're not going to spend time talking off season. Now this team's about to enter the playoffs and has a legit chance to do some damage, but looking ahead, like I can't, like they need Al, Uh, you know, like he's been enormous for them all year. And uh, you know, obviously now with Rob gone, it's uh, it's, it's huge.
2: Right. And and with Al, I mean, he, checks off so many boxes for you. I mean, there's there's the, the production that you're getting from this the Wiley veteran. There's the leadership that he's providing those those young guys like Rob, like Grant. And then there's the fact that you know that he's been there, done that, and he's not going to flinch. He's not going to wilt under the pressure of, of in big game situations uh, because of all that experience and the fact that he knows what it's like to have the spotlight on him, the pressure to perform on him. And that is invaluable, particularly when you're a team like the Celtics who before Rob's injury, you had all the pieces in place that for a deep playoff run, but you had very little margin for error, and without Rob uh, again, I don't know they they're not going to be able to go as far as that the roster could go with him uh so but you're going to need Al to step up and give you a lot of that rob type production and and yet still continue. To be an impact player in those other areas that he has been all season long, it's a lot to ask of Al at this point in his career. Frankly, because uh, I always cringe when I look at his minutes and they're inching up close to what his age is. Al's a thirty-five-year-old who should not be playing anywhere close to thirty-five minutes.
1: I'm. Hey, he's making twenty-seven million. He better play be able to play thirty. I don't minutes. give a
2: damn if he's making two hundred and seventy-five hey. million. He's hey. thirty-five years old. I don't need that from him. I don't want him out there because Jimmy, I'm in playoffs. Well, yeah, you don't have any choice, right? You you don't have any choice. But I'm saying, in a perfect world, Al is giving you less than 30 minutes a night and being productive. But the the world is not perfect because you don't have Time Lord, right? For at least a
0: month. For at least a month, everything is awful without Time Lord. Poor Josue, he he, he thinks (laughs) we can hear him this whole time. Go ahead. No,
3: No,
2: no,
1: I got you. I unmute and John mutes. John unmutes and I. John, John, fingers off the mute button. Fingers off.
2: No, John. Keep no, John. Hi, hi, I muted him again. I, I mute it again. <laughs> he doesn't know it. He doesn't know it. I'm sorry. Go yes, ahead. Go I, ahead.
1: <laughs> Too listen. much power. I that's it. Boomer uh,
2: power. Boomer power. Boomer <laughs> power. <laughs> power.
1: Hey, I can I, That I should can be play a, a game hashtag game.
3: for John. Boomer power. No, listen. Rob for. <laughs> no, shut, oh, I thought you guys were messing
0: with it. Me. All right. No. <laughs> Rob, Jimmy muted me. Yeah. Yeah.
3: For who, it doesn't feel who good, Rob's been throughout the course of his career, I mean. That's why we're seeing this from Al right now. I mean, he hasn't had to play these 35, you know, minutes. He hasn't been playing the the, the same amount of minutes as his age, you know, until now. So that's a good thing. And you want to have him revved up going into the postseason now. Depending on how long this thing goes, how deep the South is going in the playoffs, I mean, that's yet to be seen. We're not quite sure he's going to be able to sustain this all, you know, throughout the entire run. But for now, with, with Rob out and you're going into the first round matchup without him at all, you're gonna need this from Al. So this is this is huge. This is exactly where you want to be right now for a team that's missing their starting son.
0: Well, he was red-shirted last year, essentially. So he's got, yeah, he's, you got know, he's, he's got extra juice because he basically, you know, he had yeah. a red-shirt year in Oklahoma. <laughs> uh, but he was still know. in the
3: gym, John. He was still getting his. Boy no, job. I know, you but
0: you can I mean, be red-shirted and still be in the gym. Yeah, he didn't put any. <laughs> that's the best did, job in the world. Didn't put miles on the Everyone tires. Just that got. Goes to- yeah. Everyone that goes to
3: OKC and is on a similar program, they love what they do down there in terms of getting guys back on the court or resting guys. Whatever they're doing, it works because between him and Chris Paul, and, you know, like, it's just – whether they're only spending a year or two there, they come back rejuvenated after they come out of that system. Yeah, I don't know Al
0: basically out. was in like a hyperbaric chamber for two years and then, <laughs> yeah, just came, literally, then yeah. came back to the Celtics in the same way. Do you remember form. when he first came back? He
3: was sitting in you know? praises for weeks. He was like, hey, he listen. was Han
0: Solo. We just cryogenically froze him yeah. and yeah. then like, brought him back. I don't know back. where this is
3: coming from, but I owe all
0: this to OKC. We encased like, him. See this
3: coming. I did not see this coming. You like, 100. Like, I love that.
0: Yeah. It's great, he's the same, he's the same guy, anyway. Uh, no. know, you and- only
2: have to
1: do this yeah. for a couple more weeks based on what are a few more weeks based on some new timelines we're hearing on Rob.
0: Yeah, so that's an interesting thing. We can get into that a little bit. This game is like you gotta get into Rob at
1: some point because I don't, John. I, don't, I mean, have what? we even really got God, we haven't we really even, We haven't. Talked
0: we about haven't it. I want one more take is this, you know, uh, just from you, I want to ask all you guys, is this a good win? a a whatever take it win or a concerning win. Like if you look at it and you're like, because again, fine, a win is a win is a win, but you're looking at the playoffs and at worst, you got a taste of Miami and that's a top team. You're gonna play a team maybe not as good as that, but certainly a good bit better than Indiana. You've seen now two games without Rob in terms of how this works. After these couple of games, how are you feeling? Again, we're coming off of an unspeakably high high of them just steamrolling teams, steamrolling good teams, Utah, Denver, all of that stuff, to uh, you know, a kind of December effort against Miami and a, God, this is annoying. You know, these guys are hanging around win against a bottom-feeding team like Indiana that has nothing to play for. So again, how do you guys rate this win?
2: Good win. I think good. it's a good one because because you you haven't been in a lot of close games and this was a game that really was was kind of up in the air, topsy turvy for a good part of yep. the game. Second, you are recalibrating who you are. You're still trying to figure because right now you're a different team without Rob and you haven't had a lot of reps recently without him on the floor so you're still trying to figure out how to play not just play with each other but play well enough to beat teams and that's going to take a little bit of time so I, I like where they're at right now obviously that Miami game you you kind of wish you, you feel like they that was one that they kind of gave away that they they had
1: could have won that easy. they could have yeah. won that
2: one right but all things considered where they are now I think it's a good space and and frankly I, I feel good about them it's going this- to the playoffs Right. But Sharad, I'll ask you the only the only question is if this were like
0: game 50 of the regular season and you'd be like, yeah, they are gritting it out without without a key player. And this is a good effort, but it's just that they're about to enter the playoffs and it's going to get real, real
2: fast. It, it's going to get real, real fast. But again, I, I think they need—they need to have games under their belts that are going to, frankly, be almost like templates of what you got to do in the playoffs. Like this was a game where they had to execute down the stretch. That, to me, is my biggest concern about them going into playoffs. Not how well they play over the course of forty-eight minutes, but how well do they play in the last four minutes, the last six minutes? Because a lot of games are going to be—this—that's when they're going to be decided. That has not been a strength for this team this season. I think coming into this game, they're like four and fifteen. In games decided by five points or less, which is a horrible record. Uh if you're when you're talking about the team that has that's going into the playoffs, and we all know those games typically are going to be close. So yeah. this was a this was a good win in, in, as far as really helping prep them for the kind yeah. of games they're gonna have to find ways to win. That's all Jimmy Jimmy
1: Classic Steve, John please. question. Is this a good win or a bad bad win? Classic. I'm just going through the comments being like shut up. Are,
0: are you up. one of these triggered people here that like <laughs>
1: No, hey, everyone's every, every a good win, dude. Everyone's a good win. Dude,
0: a win is a win. Shut up, John.
1: <laughs> no, um, you I, never I, happy. I, I All think All you do is complain. There are, there, there, are, there are pros and cons to take out of this one. I mean, if you want to go and talk about right. Tatum and Brown on, on their game tonight, that's great. I mean, you're only going to go as far as those two guys go, and, and they both look good tonight. I mean, some of Tatum's dunks tonight were lethal. He's yep. showing some real strength. You he got he, – like powered his way to the hoop and gave the old, uh, you know, this, whatever you want to call it there. He in the in the biceps there. Um, so he's feeling it like he has been. Jalen Brown, great game. Too many turnovers for my liking. I mean, that's what kind of kept the Pacers in this game, points off turnovers. I think they had 24 points off turnovers, so a little sloppy. Um, but the Pacers also shot the hell out of the ball. I mean, they, well, they hit three straight threes late in the fourth there to make this into a game. Sure. So, I mean, I think this is probably yeah. a, a, not as close of a game as, as it as it should have been or as it showed i think the celtics pacers played well tonight they, they play with a, with some heart um everyone knows i'm a pacers guy i think the injuries have hurt that organization over the last couple of years more than any other one i don't have any facts to back that up but i i know they've been hit hard with the injury bug um so i don't know what's gonna happen with them they're they're gonna go through some big changes but the celtics uh, i'm gonna say it was a, i'm gonna say it was a good win it was, listen, okay. they are playing without Rob, yeah. so, I mean, every, every win's, you know, a good win.
0: Right, I'm just yeah, saying, I, I you're I not going to have him, so we just got to live with, like,
1: for now, this right. is the Celtics. It's probably at least, a game you win by 20-plus. It,
0: it's it. the first-round Celtics, and then who knows for how much longer, we'll talk about that later. It's all about, if we know you're getting if you know you're getting Rob back in the second round, and he's somewhere close to what he was before then you're just thinking are, are they good enough to survive a round one matchup against a chicago or toronto with this lineup as currently constituted
1: right right right
0: yeah and that's right. all that's well, all it's not whether think, a win is a win yeah. a win is a win is a win who cares i actually wouldn't have cared win lose whatever no, I, just what ga- ga- oh, I wouldn't ga- care if they
1: lost if they lost yeah. it would have been a bad loss
0: well the reason i like this win it was annoying that they you, there's, you see some problems. The paint is open for business, for sure. You know, a little bit more without Rob. You lose that element. I think Tatum misses him a bit, even though he had a good game tonight. But you see how much he feeds off of, like, Rob's gravity there to be able to get a little bit more space to himself. So it's been rougher sailing for him, for sure, without some of the stuff going on. Reverted to a little ISO. But I like the execution late tonight versus Miami, right. which was a good sign because they stayed in their flow. They got they stayed on their offense. They moved the ball, and they attacked the paint which they didn't do against Miami Uh, and that signature play late when everything broke down late in the clock and Horford finds Tatum for the dunk that usually ends with like an off balance, one footed three, you know, when, you know, and they kind of kept it together and got a, you know, got a great shot. And that was the exclamation point of the game. So I liked how they executed. It's still though, like there's no certainty in that first round. That's, that's the concern, you know, until you get Rob back, nothing is certain anymore. All right. The Garden Report, as always, is brought to you by our exclusive wagering partner, BetOnline. Head over to BetOnline.ag. Use the code CLNS50 for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. After months of playing college basketball has determined the top teams in the final four, which will determine this year's national champion coming Later this week, looking to wager, as we said, head over to betonline.ag. Get your 50% welcome bonus with that promo code CLNS50 to get you started. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all your updated odds and information, along with player props. Great contests throughout the year, your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. Super easy to get started. So join today. Learn why everyone is saying bet online, the fastest, easiest way to wager on all the popular sports and games. Bet online where the game starts. Again, that promo code CLNS50 for a 50% welcome bonus to get you started. CLNS50 over at betonline.ag.
3: I think that's why it was a good win, though, right? Because it was a lot of things yep. that you just said about the fourth quarter execution, the way they yep. played down the stretch, you would have loved to see, you know, Halliburton in there. He seemed like he was on pace to go for for 40 points. You would have loved to see how the subs were going to counteract that. But then when you think about it, well – he fouled out with, what, 10 minutes left to go in the fourth quarter? Whose fault was that? You got to give a lot of that credit to the Celtics, right? I feel like they were really baiting him to do certain things he didn't want to do or drawing offensive fouls that he didn't think were offensive fouls. Man. And one of my favorite moments of the night was Jalen Brown put his arm around him and was like, nah, man, you did this, that, and the other. Like, that's how you got that foul, man. You know, But, but good job. Good job, kid. What's will see. Like, I love that, man. I love that stuff. You know, the, the flexes from Jason Tatum, like, this is the kind of attitude a championship-like defense is supposed to have, right? And even though without Rob, that's not quite what they are, They're going to have to revamp their identity right now without Rob. And I think this is a step in the right direction after losing back-to-back games.
2: Yeah. Halliburton is so damn good. He is, man. And he he got, he, listen, he got at least two really just atrocious calls from the refs that put him in a bad spot. So look, the Celtics, look, Halliburton doesn't
0: foul out. We might be having a different conversation right now.
2: Halliburton is a problem. He's going to be a problem. For
0: a long yeah, yeah. time. Look, I'm I'm on record of saying he was the best player moved in that trade. And I know it was the Sabonis trade. And at the I was time second I was like, that I, I didn't uh, understand it because I thought Halliburton, I if not today, by next year, it would be consensus best player moved in that in that trade. So Indiana hey. got a good player.
2: Hey, we're gonna don't, we're gonna look don't back hate at on this Sabonis. Trade. Don't hate on my I love Sabonis. Sabonis. Sabonis is a good player. Halliburton is gonna be better. Yeah. Soon. Okay. Like real soon. Okay. Yeah. Well, and it's they don't want to wait.
0: All right. Yeah. Why don't you
3: meet yes. me in the middle, Joe Sacramento's,
1: uh, Sacramento's in the midst of a, of a deep playoff run uh, upcoming. Year. Indiana
3: was like, no, we're not meeting you in the middle. All right, Give us Buddy Hill, too. We're not – stop playing with
1: you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Joe
0: Sway, this isn't 90s either.
1: Yeah, I 90s know. is, 90s I 90s is over. i am going to talk to this guy, man. 90s yeah, is over, good. for sure. What are we doing here? Great song, though. That is <laughs> a just, jam. It's just not 90s. What is this? Oh, four or something? What is this, Jimmy?
2: Um, that's Zed oh this is that's, yeah that's 2000 know. that might even be 2010 that's in
0: the tells it think. all sounds the same to me now oh, it's like yeah. literally like it's
1: like four years
2: old yeah it's 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 like
0: <laughs> exactly <laughs>
1: it's like it.
0: uh anyway um let's talk about rob um you know, not a Woj going on a pot woge has been on this from the beginning The four to six he's been calling it a conservative timetable um and that you know there's some who believe that Rob could be closer in the three to four range, which puts him smack in the middle of you know potentially uh the start of round two uh, without you know much concern. if you went to six weeks, you're at the end of round two early round three. so that would be a hard one to survive if you know you're getting Rob back for round two again, this is why everything about tonight and everything about this team going forward we're gonna judge over these next four days is how how are they going to be in that first-round series? Are they going to survive? Um, and so this would be ridiculously good news if they got him back uh, this early, right? This I mean, be, yeah. Do you, are you it buying? Be,
2: I, I'm always, when, with Rob specifically, I'm nervous <laughs> about him coming back earlier than expected simply because of the long, lengthy history he has with injuries. If If they think he's going to be out four to six weeks, I don't want him back until week four. That simple. I, 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 even if he feels he's ready to go, even if all the metrics say that he's ready to go, I'm not trusting that. I'm, I'm just, I just don't trust the science. I would much ra- sure, I trust the science. I would much rather have him out for maybe an extra week and make sure that thing is solid than potentially bring him back because there's some signs that he may be ready sooner rather than later, and then have him mess around and get hurt a week and a half, two weeks later, and then he'll be done for the postseason altogether.
1: Well, that's. I mean, you're I'm, making I'm a going lot to, of assumptions. I,
2: well, you're making assumptions that if if he in three weeks, if they say he's ready to go, he's ready to go. Really? Come on, now. That's not an assumption.
1: That's that's. I mean, yo, if your doctor says yo, you're good to go. What am I gonna say? I don't believe Ooh, you.
3: This is the gem right here, John. This is nineties. Sorry, go ahead. Dude.
1: <laughs> no, I'm listen, Stroud. I am on team. Don't rush him back. But if. I mean, shoot, if he's good to go, he's good to go. I mean, I don't know what else you're waiting for. What else do you need to hear? I mean, I don't know why they would put yeah. him in jeopardy if it's just waiting another I week. mean, why but, give us the guess, runaround,
3: right? Like, you can't give us the runaround about this. You just got to get, get it on point, you know? I, you guys can't hit this on everybody. That's my
1: professional <laughs> online doctor opinion. If, 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 if we say he's good to go, then... And I, when by me, I, by we, I mean us doctors. If we say he's good to go, then you got to believe us. He's good to go. We wouldn't Jimmy Howser over here. We got Jimmy put Jimmy Howser in the building. We wouldn't put our guy in Jimmy. I honestly go so sway. So it's just
0: like run around blues traveler that's playing.
3: Yes, there okay, it is. That's, that's what I'm saying, bro. That, you can't give oh, us the runaround about Rob. I can't do- hear uh, it. I just, I
0: got your lyrics. I got your lyrics. Oh, yeah, um, okay, Blues Traveler. Uh, that's go. a night. That's Cause cause 90s. John's so there's like, a lot of, is,
1: there's, a lo- Blues <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot. of Blues Traveler? There's a lot. Blues travelers is, is an unbelievable 90s band. Nobody plays harmonica better than that guy. Yeah. Um, I know there's some, cons- there's some questions and conspiracies as to just how bad this tear was or wasn't. And if they elected for a certain surgery and maybe instead of another one. I actually think that I'm going to take the I'm I'm going to actually believe the team and everyone this time is that I just don't think it was that serious of a tear. I'm I'm believing that I'm believing what they're saying and that these guys are going to be back. Like some of these things don't tear as badly as you know. Every injury is different. Like we already talked about, Embiid came back in a freaking game last year, but then a few years prior, he had to have surgery and miss more time. So there's different levels to the surgery. There's different recovery timetables. If they say four to six, but he's good to go after three and a half, then I think he's good to go. Like,
2: well, it's, yeah, it's I think not Jimmy, a painful
1: injury, it's really not right, Well, I, I think,
3: <laughs> I think, how the, do you know? I think it's, I the reason Jerry. why Jimmy's my research, this, wait, I think the reason why Jimmy's assuming this, though, is because if it, if it were web well, and D doesn't count, if, Jimmy, if it was very serious, <laughs> the sellers wouldn't risk it. I, I think he would be, shut I, down for the I don't think
0: we're looking at this right, like. Yeah,
3: John, not John.
1: John wants to amputate. We
0: know that. No, no. Listen, that's I'm idea. worried about clean this break. one
1: too, John. You want a clean Look, break?
0: No, it's not. Look, you know. <laughs> yeah, and again, we're all we're all reading the same stuff and talking to the same people. I but posted a study. The way these things go uh-huh. is repair is the best option. You can sometimes opt for a trim and a quicker recovery when repair is also an option because you want to get get back to whatever you're doing faster that's possible sometimes Sometimes repair is impossible and you have to do that trim it's just always tricky and you don't know where the tear is and what other parts of the knee were compromised so it's impossible to know like it was kind of
4: pointed toward the second one that what that they they couldn't repair it yeah this was the only way to fix it if it was in one place they could have done that if it was in another place they couldn't and it was in another place it's
0: less about severity and more about it was actually bad enough that repair wasn't possible so i don't think we can say it wasn't that bad it was actually probably likely bad enough that repair was impossible so they have to do this surgery which is less than optimal which is why i I think people which is why I think people are freaked because sometimes freaked. coming off of these little these trim surgeries, you're less effective or you develop arthritis and other things sooner. Yeah, things you weren't used to. You have other yeah. problems that compound your health down the road. For some people, that's not till 10, 15 years down the road, but for others, Amputate. It's Others it's sooner. So, yes, <laughs> right. tear your ACL and get on with it, and you're better. We've <laughs> okay, learned so this. I yeah. posted
1: a study. I didn't actually conduct this study, but I did research this study
3: where's the slideshow where's it at did i tweeted it, it. i
1: tweeted it out so i'm not making this up this mm-hmm. is a study that was done by fellow right. professionals they they Bro, are you listening? they surveyed they surveyed about 80 <laughs> this is all true they surveyed 80 not survey. they they did the research on 80 people who underwent this surgery about half of them got the repair half of them got um got it got the what is it the, the full one or the got
2: the deluxe repair. package
1: yeah, <laughs> half did what Rob did. Half got the repair that half John got said. Half the full meal. The
3: other one got the Rob same
1: And the people who got the repair all came back, not all. Like I think it was ninety something percent of them ended up back to where they were prior prior to the injury. But the but the ones who did what Rob got it was more closer to like fifty percent, like full recovery. So there is some level of uncertainty with the with this way that Rob went. But I still think that he's going to be. Op- That's, by the way, I forgot to say, this was after nine years. They, they, this is the, the numbers that they, where they got this info. So after nine years with the injury or with the repair, 50% of the people claimed that they were experiencing some level of pain. And the other 50% said they were good. And they were like operating at the same level that they were prior to the injury. So, I mean, Rob's a, yeah, you physical, worry. Rob's a physical specimen. So I think that he's going to be on that good side of the 50%. That's
4: you worry about some of the
3: free Bobby's hard enough.
4: It, the, the, the Dwayne Wade one way back, Kemba more recently. Uh, this injury just leading to more trouble. Uh, certainly Lonzo Ball has had a lot of trouble coming back from it now on his second round of you know, torn meniscus. It can lead to another torn meniscus down the line. I mean, there's a lot of long-term stuff here that you're about, because this isn't just about this year anymore. I don't think they rushed them back, like John pointed toward them maybe doing here. I do I, think I, this I did is not probably... think they
0: did. That would be the worry that yeah. it was like, hey, should, well, we just do the, should we just do the quick one and get you back? And Rob's like, okay. Why can't like, the hope... quick
1: one just be the right one, though? Like, it could it just could be. be the... it, it also
0: could be. There's three options. This was the only one and the right one. The, it's a choice, or uh, the uh, the other one, which was like we said, it was just so bad they couldn't do anything else. You know, like that's
1: basically it. But we've you, never, yeah. But I don't think it was just so bad. I truly I, I really don't. Really,
2: well, they it didn't characterize. So bad,
4: they didn't, char- they didn't characterize the extent of the injury. Certainly, you would think if it if it's on the small side, you know, three to four weeks or whatever they're thinking there. I guess it probably wasn't a terrible one because you're certainly seeing some guys miss eight, nine weeks with this kind of injury. So it's tough to say. We don't, they the didn't rep- characterize the, the injury. The trim, the the trim was great, apparently. The,
0: the, it doesn't matter. The, the severity doesn't matter. The trim surgery brings the, you back faster. It doesn't mean it was, ba- it's bad or not bad. It can be, it can be badly torn. And the only thing you can do is a trim. And no matter what, that brings you back faster than full repair, so that's not. It's not a matter of bad. It's a matter of what happens after. Like it's so not bad. a He's going
1: to toss a toss with, his sleeve on yeah. the knee and get, get out there in three yeah. weeks. It's not. And it's like not bad or not it.
0: bad. That surgery allows you to come back sooner. The full repair, and which with the full repair, which means longer health also means longer recovery. Uh, that's everybody's, it. That's all everybody's, we know. Like, they're just those two things. One gets you back quicker, the other takes longer. But we don't know if it was a b- not bad thing. It's just, this is the type of surgery that allows you to return faster. Right, and what that's we it. also
1: know, we also know, based on scientific proof, that both ways can get you back to where you were prior.
0: They can. So he could so, still be the same guy so and we be can awesome. We could get
1: the, can get the yeah. best of both worlds here. We could get a full yes. recovery and we could get Rob back early maybe in time for the beginning of the second round or who the hell knows if it's three weeks, he might be back in the first round. I don't know. I mean, shoot, yep. anything, anything can happen. So
4: yeah, it's possible. I don't know. I don't know of an example of a guy getting back that fast on that. I think it's more likely that it ends up lingering. You know, you got to get back on your feet. You got to get real, like the optimism this early to me, is kind of surprising. Like I think it's just sort of wishful thinking in my mind, like they're hoping that this is possible. It might take longer. You know, it took Butler six weeks a couple years ago. I mean, every guy's different. This is sort of his first run-in with an injury like this, so that probably plays in his favor. But I see everybody getting mad in the chat about the fact that we're worried about this. There's, there's no good way to spin this happening to this guy, the style he plays in, with knee issues early in his career, yep. lower body issues, blood flow issues. There's no
3: and good way to spin, good spin
2: this. right? And yeah. this is yeah, the, good, the good one. This, right. this is the one that is sound structurally and all that that we're talking about how is this knee going to respond when he gets back Um, right it's the
0: other one that has the tendinopathy flaring up left and right that's caused him to miss pockets of time throughout the year albeit small ones you know compared to what he's yeah we're talking
4: about a guy who leans on his explosion that's everything to him and there's some knee troubles here early in his career. I mean, this is a big reason that he's here in Boston in the first place. As a 27th overall pick. Uh, this is this is the downside to the enormous upside we've watched all year here. And it happened at the worst time. I mean, we're talking about him getting back on his feet, trying to go 100% in the middle of a playoff series. I mean, what if you're down 3-2 in a series, like the Hayward return in these finals that year? And it's like, all right, let's push this guy back in to save us here. It's It's just not a great situation. It happened at the worst time possible. I'm not... Casting any dispersions on his long-term future, but this—that's something that comes into play with an injury like this. There's a history of guys having trouble years after this.
0: I mean, that's the whole thing. I do believe that, you know, the the best-case scenario of him returning and being the same guy would be great. I I don't know it's that possible. that's possible. I I think it's possible. I don't know that that's what we should be expecting of a a super fast return. And the same exact guy he was right before he left seems like asking a lot. Um, We're talking about knee surgery and we're talking about a guy coming back in three to four weeks and being the same exact guy he was before he got hurt. That seems unrealistic. So you might have to skate around without him and around with him not a hundred percent and then who knows whether or not he gets back to it in these playoffs guys come on whoever's there's got a mute
1: who's in the construction site
0: <laughs> yeah whoever's got the Chill construction you got a mute yeah um but yeah that's the hope the hope is he comes back I think the concern is you're seeing them kind of look more normal without him here and the thought of not that having was my a question whole... for you how do you how do you uh, think they look without him the thought of having I mean it's hard right it's it's not the same i mean they the we have never seen we haven't seen a team play at this level since the 2009 celtics before kg got hurt in terms of killing teams that's where they were they were that good absolutely obliterating teams and so now you've seen them come back to the pack it's uh sobering um you know it is and like i said is i actually compare it to You know, earlier in the year when Smart was out and then he came back and they went on that tear and everyone was like, oh, look, Smart was the key. I think they're all the key. That's kind of the thing. It's on a string. That's how they The whole thing is on a string. And I don't know whether it was intended to be that way or it just worked out that way. But the compliment... Of what they're what they can do and what they're able to accomplish together, particularly defensively, and the blend that they bring in an unconventional sort of way offensively as well, with rob's gravity and whatever smart's doing there, you know, and is embracing that role of facilitator, and then Jalen and Jason starting to play off each other a little bit more, it just turned into something I don't think anybody saw happening. It, you know to that level and so yeah it's all on a string you remove any one of them and it drops considerably i mean together it's like the fist versus the five fingers it's a big deal it really makes they're so they're so different when they're missing one of these guys it changes the whole dynamic they're dominant with all of those guys out there uh, particularly defensively and you just see that drop when one when one of them go out and It's hard to say second most important, third most important. They're all important. It's – and, you know, it's – it's you know, I I don't know. I don't know. That's that's kind of what we thought. We didn't get your thoughts on the game, Bobby, since you were there. What were your takeaways? Uh,
4: The defense is worrisome right now. I think part of it's just, as you talked about there, being on a string and new guys playing with each other for the first time in different lineups and not being on that much of a string. I was – kind of disgusted with the defense against Miami. Tonight was a little bit better. The Pacers were hitting a ton of shots. I mean, just ridiculous shot making from them again. So I think that was a bit of an extreme performance that they went up against here, but they're certainly not the same team on that end. I guess what you feel good about is the offense being able to function at that level. Joe Swain and I, we were the only ones on here after that Wednesday game and we sort of Went right in on that tice adjustment, and so fortunately, so did Eme. That that was an obvious, I think, stylistic match for what Rob was doing there on the for double end. big. Yes, we're, and we're, that, we're that's amazing. For it now. Amazing to think about, but you think of where Horford is as an offensive player at this point in his career. He's not backing down a ton. He's not rolling a ton. Tice gives you a lot more in terms of scoring and screening and rolling on offense that are similar enough to Rob, even his lob ability, I think is surprising his teammates early on. And he's he's sort of been stressing these guys over the last couple of days. I can get up and get those. you saw white throw him a really nice one. So I hope they stay with that. It's, it's great size. Tice can defend even though he fouls his head off, and he did again today. Uh, Horford is still defending at a high level in his own right. I thought he was just ridiculously good in this one. Uh, so overall, it looks like they can have a lineup on the court that at least models what they were doing before. Now, I don't like the defensive stuff that Ime's running, yeah. I mean, a little bit too much drop. Um, You know, not switching as much. The switches are off. I don't know why they're doing some of this Both games, the Miami game as
0: well. They kind of, they went away from it. uh, The second game in a row here. So maybe that's
4: just easing into it, but they should stick with what they're doing, especially if they're expecting Rob to come back, right?
0: Are they just worried that Tice just can't do it, you know, um, there and that's really it? Maybe
4: they're just not used to those five playing on the court together. I mean, you think about it. Tyson Horford played together for two years. They probably never played together uh or at least for any significant minute. So that's a duo that's gonna have to get ramped up here and where they have four games to do it. I'm sure there'll be some rest mix in there. They don't have a lot of time to nail that into the floor here. unfortunately so, they're gonna have some tough teams coming up that'll really test them on that end. But they're gonna be in some rock fights here if they can't defend. And I guess you feel good about the fact this that this wasn't a rock fight. They one.
0: gave up hundred and twenty three freaking points. Well it was possession <laughs> for possession for you possession. Know? I know. And,
4: Whatever you want to call it. These are going to be some really close games. But luckily, you look at the numbers, they're a positive team, even without Rob. It's very thin margins. They're going to have to execute in the clutch, as they did here. I thought defense... I thought
0: defense was much better against Miami. I thought they played a really good defensive game there. They made them work for everything. They just hit some really, they hit a lot of contested threes. um, And uh, you know, the breakdowns are just scary there. A few, but I mean, still enough to keep that game low scoring and Miami was shooting well, um, you know, in, in shots that, you know, again, late, they they had a lot of possessions against Miami where they defended for 21, 22, 23 seconds. Miami hit a shot late in the clock. So I thought they played well here, here. They just kind of, I know the Pacers shot well, but part of that is, uh, you know, part of that is is on the Celtics. There, you don't have that. You don't have the rim presence. And again, yeah, they shot well from three. Uh, But I mean, Rob does everything. He defends the paint, and also he's terrific defending the perimeter. I mean, what was the stat? He was top five or six in the league in three pointers defended. I think he had Um, the
4: lowest uh, defensive field goal percentage of anybody too. Of
0: anybody, but just in terms of three pointers defended, I think he just he had. I mean. He had perimeter player numbers in that regard, so I mean, he's all over the place there. It really, it's hard
2: to quantify
0: exactly what he does for you. So switchability how-
2: is what they're going to miss. The, yeah. Rob's switchability is what they're really going to miss defensively. And to me, of all the things that Tice brings that are similar to Rob, the biggest gap I think is that ability to switch defensively. Because Rob had the ability to more than hold his own against most guards, wings, whoever. Yeah. Tice, not so much. And that's why we're going to see games, a lot of games like this, where the Celtics are going to have to outscore teams to win. Defense I, I, is going is still important, but they're going to have to <clears> be <throat> in shot-making mode to win a lot of these games. I thought one guy, and we haven't talked about him at all, uh, he might be the brownie guy this today, is Derek White. Who had 13 <laughs> well, he was points, awesome. took four shots. At 13 points, took four just shots. Just when you thought Jalen was going to get the brownie award, yeah. nope.
0: Sherrod <laughs> just know. grabs it, snatches it, and it gives it to Derek White. I like Derek that White. one. I like that one, Sherrod. There 13 quite, points I mean, and
1: four shots. Game ceiling, I guess you could say drive
2: right there at that's, the end. Yeah. 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 Plus that's he had the big three right. that he hit at the top of the key. That and I'm telling Bobby, about, too. I'm telling Bobby, I'm like, about go inside. This.
3: Go inside. You got, the, you got it right there. And he finally took the lane. But I feel like he was so, like hesitant and I'm like, look, I know it's only thirty seconds left, but do your thing, man. You had the space and he finally did it. So he did against
1: the brownie. Yep. He did he did almost break the backboard on one of his three pointers, but other than that, uh, he had a good game. That was he's flashing some good
4: chemistry with Tice too. I know yeah, I know people are worried about like the rotations there with the bigs, but you'll be able to stagger your bigs and To have a guy with White in that second unit who can run some pick and roll, I know Brown did it last game too. He unlocks a lot of these perimeter guys in ways that are surprising. I I mean, Houston obviously just completely misused them, and the Celtics are basically getting the benefit of having him right back. But I love what White did here. You have an outlet for him. You have him on the ball a little bit more. I asked him the other day. About playing off the ball and this is kind of an adjustment for him in that regard this is probably the most off ball minutes he's played in his career even though he did a little bit of that san antonio brown's running that second unit a lot of the time i'd almost like to see that inverted let brown be that finisher he did it again today had an outstanding victory by just kind of focusing on finishing possessions and white doing a lot of the initiating there that second unit can be good i know grant's in a slump right now uh pritchard's kind of coming back to earth but keep those four guys grant white trichard and um you know occasionally tyson there and you're gonna have a decent
0: second unit i think you're gonna feel good about that group uh bobby and Sway, what'd you guys like about Jalen's game tonight Jalen's game yeah. just
3: how aggressive he was especially out of the gate um you know i, I thought that him and uh him and Tatum played well off each other I, I saw Tatum, you know a couple of instances where he didn't have to get in the ball but he definitely had his eye out for Jalen, which i think has been a a development in itself the past, you know, few weeks or so. But I, this is, I think this is the kind of game where, the, the, you know, even though he had, was it 19 points in the first half, you weren't quite sure if he was going to reach 30 because Jalen had the tendency to do this, right? So I love that, you know, Taylor was, wasn't only encouraging him, but they were both working together, you know, as a cohesive unit. And, and that's what you get. You get another 30-plus point game from both of those guys in the same game, which is, you know, this should, it, the count is at eight this season. I feel like it should be at like 15, but, you know they they made it. They finally reached that point where they could play together. And listen, another reason why I think this is a good win for the Celtics is because, uh, you know, in the fourth quarter, unlike you know what they did against the Miami Heat, I'm great a tougher team, they played much better defense, but um, they got going from behind the arc. And the Celtics didn't try to do the same, they didn't try to like duplicate what they were doing, they just stuck with their game. And I thought that that was a big uh difference compared to this game when you look at what happened Wednesday night. I mean, and the Pacers for them to you know drop 17 three pointers, and the Celtics survived that mm-hmm. without having to. You know match that i think that's significant as well
4: yeah jalen's having a tough shooting season overall from three you know better tonight but i like the fact that they've started to put him closer to the basket whether it's post-up opportunities he's had some really nice games in the post some good footwork there not needing to dribble as much i mean again he traveled again in this game and gets stuck on the dribble drives and you don't want him right. being the guy that's lining people up you want him to be the guy in the post Running a little more pick and rolls, dives, cuts to the basket. All that stuff's going to help him be more efficient. And as a finisher, like over the last eight games or so, he's pushing 30 points a game. He's probably at that point. And now it's all
0: one. going to the basket, and it's yep. just been great to watch. It's you know? amazing, and he's super
4: aggressive. There's never a game where he gets lost in the shuffle like we saw last year. I think that's been the biggest
0: improvement yeah, so from this year. That's the thing is, like, the turnovers are annoying. Sherrod mentioned it at the top of the show. I just think you have to you've got to recognize this is what it is with Jalen this if in order to be aggressive this is the gamble you know he's going to lose some of the balls I you know I've compared him at times to Westbrook and everyone's going to be like oh Westbrook sucks I just mean that he has to go full speed because that's how he gets to the basket just going a zillion miles an hour but when he does that things happen he'll lose the ball he's going a little too fast he gets trapped in some weird weird situations he leaves his feet he doesn't know what to do with it turns into a turnover or two and those, are gonna ha- those are going to happen he just has to avoid the the sloppy ones you know that like are totally avoidable the ones that he's going full speed and trying to make a play you live with those because that's going to get you it's going to turn out more good than bad way more often uh, so Live with those. Just cut down the dumb, careless, not paying attention, lazy pass ones, and you're fine with Jalen. You know that. That's why the turnover number doesn't really bug me. Because I mean, he shot twelve of thirty, ten of thirteen. You know, going to the basket today—that's a, a ridiculous percentage. That's what you want him to do. You know, get moving, get towards the basket, and you know, live with the consequences if he ends up turning it over a couple times. We
4: do have we do have Jason at the podium. I'm going to go check in with him. Real okay, quick.
0: bye, Bobby. Jimmy, no, no sound. You've been muted, my man. And and you're not you you gotta leave and come back. I know. Same view too, Josué.
3: Oh he looks so (laughs) I got
0: you now. Okay, yeah, Jimmy. Bye. Bye, Jimmy. What is going on tomorrow night?
3: Like what what is the event that they have to take the court off and
0: yeah? Play good thing about Jalen too is yeah. kind of uh is, is is uh is showing in the four as you said, Joshua, showing in the fourth also where you have he'll show up in the first and then it's like where did he go? You know? Right. Um so like, that's what's good.
3: I wouldn't it wouldn't have been surprising to me if, if he finished with like twenty eight at this you know, score, what was it, nineteen the first half or wouldn't shock me because he's done that before. Or something close to it, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that's what we got. That's what we got. It's an ugly win against the Pacers. That some good things happen. A couple of guys score thirty. Al plays a good game.
3: Al's balling.
0: White gets the brownie. Be... Uh and i have
3: you... to help that second. i gonna have to help that second yeah. unit if Grant's there. You know, if, if, if Tyce is gonna be the, the spot starting center, I feel I like, I like the way those two play off of each other, but I, I don't I don't know, I don't want to I don't want them to wear out. You know Al's production before the play, oh, going into the playoffs, and getting too used to it that all of a sudden he's he's gassed by like towards the end of the second round. You know?
2: I worry about that all the time with Al, Jeff, Jeff. him playing too many minutes. Yeah. I want I, I want Al to be ready to roll come playoff time. I want Al, like if we're talking about Al playing like in the low to mid thirties in the playoffs, I'm perfectly fine with that because that's your that's your money making time. That's when you, know you right. need your guys that can make an impact, but. These last four games, yeah, it'd be great if they won all of them. But damn, I'd much rather have his minutes reduced or him sitting out at least one of those games than to have him playing 35, 36 minutes all the way up to the playoffs. Right. Because you know, damn well he's go- he's not going to. The tank is going to be not on e, but it's going to be pretty damn close. Yeah. And you don't want that.
3: You keep doing that, mess around, and
2: gaslight will come on second during the second round. Big trouble. And when your gaslight light come on, what happens to your car? Guess where you're going? Not a damn place. You stuck. You're going nowhere. And that, this team, I think this team is too good to be in that position because they do have the potential to make some noise, even without Rob. I think they can go fairly far, but they're going to need to manage the minutes of guys like Al Horford between now and then so that. They can be successful, and he can be someone that can contribute when the games really matter, which is the playoffs.
0: Yeah, playoff seating's is really interesting now because, like, I i mean, who do you guys want? Um, you know, because right now Cleveland. like, everyone's saying everyone feels like there's a little tank a loser going on to avoid Brooklyn, um, and I wouldn't argue against that. And so I, I start to wonder whether the Celtics, again, really, really, really want to avoid that. You know, uh, you know, especially post Rob, we were having this conversation first fully, you know, with Rob here uh, when he was playing and Bobby wasn't afraid at all. Sharad, you and I were a little bit um, cautious. I still think mm-hmm. the Celtics before the Rob injury straight up would probably have beaten Brooklyn. Nothing's guaranteed, though. I mm-hmm. do not think you want anything to do with them without Rob Williams, man. <laughs> I really don't. Josue, sorry. It sounds like there's like, you know, like Godzilla's behind you right now. What's going on? No, I'm just. You're good, Jimmy. We got I'm, you. I'm back, bitches. Yeah, I'm good.
3: <laughs> I'm good now. Um, yeah, no. I mean, look, that that the last time these two teams faced each other, I mean. They're not the Brooklyn Nets not gonna see that same defense. Like, like that was the smothering defense that was led by Rob getting in everyone's face, you know, even if it was it, Durant still had a good scoring night, but it took him a lot of attempts to get there. I mean like that's the formula to disrupt these guys or at least Kevin Durant. And, and I think that you're you're a completely different team without him out there, without Rob out there, you know, in terms of trying to uh, guard these guys. Would it be impossible? Would I, would I be shocked? The Celtics won the best of seven series against the Nets. No, not necessarily, but I just think it's going to be very difficult, you know, out of the gate, uh, an opponent like that. I, I it, like to sell this chances against a, a Chicago Bulls team. I like to, I like to sell this chances against a Toronto Raptors team. If they, if they are all eligible, yeah, all
0: non-Rob you, players, non-Rob, what I mean? what are non-Rob, 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 pick Rob. your first round opponent. Cause I, I do feel like I, like I said, Toronto. I'm, I'm, Avoid Brooklyn like the plague. But, Sherrod, non-Rob, who's the team you want to play in the I'm first round? I'm with you.
3: Avoid Brooklyn. Yeah.
0: Cleveland.
2: That's the team I want to play. Uh, they, if you could pick it. I can, if I could pick any team, it would be Cleveland. They're falling, though, man. They, I, mean, I know. Yeah, yeah. I know. I mean, you're, you're just hoping you know that they can hang that's on. I'm at Cleveland.
0: You're Cleveland. Okay. I,
2: I, I, Cleveland is a <laughs> team that you want. The thing about Brooklyn, though, I'll say this, is that I don't believe that there's enough time in a season for them to gain the kind of ground that they're going to need in order to move up out of the play-in format. I just think that they're going to, first of all, they're going to have to run the tables, essentially, to to even have a shot at moving up outside of the play-in game. And that's assuming that the teams ahead of them are all going to lose, which I'm not convinced that's going to happen. I don't think Toronto is going to fall off, if at all. Uh, Cleveland, probably, but... That would get them up to maybe seven if you're Brooklyn, and and that still keeps you in that playing format. So I'm not as worried about them in the first round because I don't think that ne- you're necessarily going to see them if you're the Celtics and you finish in the top three. To me, that's the goal: finishing the top three. If you finish in the top three, you're not going to see Brooklyn first round. Give me I, Toronto. I, Give me Toronto. Because Brook, what's that? Because if, if you if you finish if you finish third, then you play the sixth seed. No, but if you finish second,
0: Brooklyn could finish eighth. Take out the seven team. That seven team could lose. You know, like that's always but a possibility. You,
2: but then you've got that you've got shit that you can control. I mean, if you if you, you finish, can,
0: you bro- can from the three seed.
2: From if the three seed, he, from the
0: three and the four, you know you've avoided Brooklyn. The problem exactly. is if you want Cleveland, Toronto, if you want Cleveland, Atlanta, one of those other teams, you're only getting them from the one or the two. So Pick your poison. You're going to get a Chicago team in round one without Rob or Toronto. I don't know how much you feel how how you feel about that in a three in a three six four five matchup right now. So I
2: prefer Toronto over over Chicago because Chicago has a badass at that position, yeah. Vucevic. Who and and we're not even talking about you know Zach Levine. We're remote, not talking about Rosen. Yeah. So I don't want to deal with Chicago first round. I, I just if if you see them second round, great. First round, no. I that, that's a high quality. First round opponent. You want yeah. Toronto? You want Cleveland? And you want whoever can come out of that play-in? Not name Brooklyn. Yeah, I want Toronto. They just don't
1: scare me that much. I know si- Siakam just dropped forty, but eh, he kind of they, they,
2: they had their way with you- he, he dropped forty when four-year starters not playing. <laughs> Jimmy's like he
1: ain't I know, no normal. I'm not I'm Norman not I'm high on Toronto or Siakam. I think he's kind of a poser. I think he's a fraud star. I think he I think the Celtics can put him back to the G. Celtics, can,
0: Celtics make Celtics make life bad for him. I mean exactly. Yeah. They he, can, don't he can drop forty. He can drop 40 there. with Daniel Tice trying to guard him. Right, exactly. He's not gonna, you know.
1: Toronto's soft, I'll say it. I think they're soft. I think the Celtics would have their way with him. They almost beat him with, you know, a bench unit. And I know that that's just regular season, and things would be a little different in the playoffs, but I still like the Celtics' chances against Toronto. I'll take him over Cleveland too. But yeah, I agree. I mean, if you can avoid Chicago, that's just a tough team. Like they play hard. DeRozan's a killer you know we talked about uh Levine you know Ball should probably be back you know they're playing without Ball right now you know and they're still playing tough so that's not a team I want to see in the first round that's like a dogfight type of a of a, of a series right there yeah, uh, yeah. so Toronto and Cleveland would be would be one in 1A one
2: for me yeah Toronto I don't think Toronto is soft I just don't think they're that good I mean, I don't. just think they're that, that good. Yeah, I don't think they're, they're that good. good. And now Cleveland, I think Cleveland has is just young. I think that's the biggest issue that right. Cleveland has. And, and they really haven't figured out who is that, that, that glue guy veteran that can kind of keep everything together and, and just elevate them in. And, and they've got some health issues as well. Uh, so those are the two teams I would love to see if, if, if you're the boss Celtics because I think either one of those teams in a first round series will be a short series Did should guys- not go more than five or six games. Did you guys see the um,
0: Clippers Bucks score? No. no, What is it? What, Clippers one fifty three one nineteen. Damn!
1: It, it was
0: a it was a wow. tanky it was a tanky lineup. There was no. Tanky. It was the, everybody sat. They the Bucks sat. Everyone. Everyone. They oh, sat wow. Giannis. They, just, they just sat Middleton. They sat wow. Giroux. Again, uh, I know there's people in here. There's people in here with, like, you know, their green goggles. Like, oh, Celtics shouldn't be afraid of everyone. Like, every team is trying, <laughs> everyone is trying to avoid Brooklyn, guys. Everyone. F- you got 31. Javon
2: Carter starting, Pat yeah. Connaughton. Okay, I'll give you Pat. Yeah, you Merge. Jordan, Wara. No, t-
0: no more Wanky, my tanky. Tanky, no, tanky. Yeah, what? Tanky, what did tanky. You say? <laughs> it was a line from a, uh-huh. a, from an 80s movie. It was 90s night, but I went back to the 80s. Yeah, obscure 16,
1: 80s 60, movie. 60, 60 movie. 60 you 60 and candles. the DJ, yeah.
3: man. Jeez, yeah. get it
0: together. Um, he was playing 80s music earlier. Damn, I forgot what I was going to say. What yeah. were we just
1: talking about? Everyone
0: wants to be three, oh. guys. Everyone Three is, is the new number one. Everyone yeah, wants bro. to get out. The best thing that happened to the Celtics was that Miami lost, guys. Really was. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, te- teams do actually try to... They do try to position themselves. J- I mean, Jason Tatum pretty much admitted it on his podcast with JJ Redick. He's like he said he kind of – I think he knew, like, certain teams were trying to get the Celtics and because they were down or whatever it was, and they were trying to get other teams. So, yeah. I mean, we we we're talking about – I mean, it's still too early to say how it's going to shake out, but – you get down to the final few games, there, there will be some teams trying to position themselves for matchups. That, that they
2: yeah. It's easy to do it. It's easy to do it when you have a clear and defined core group. You just sit those guys, and you use it under the umbrella of, we're just resting for the playoffs. Yeah, We're just resting for the – because right. at that point, the game doesn't matter to you. You're, you're cool. You don't need that win to get to a certain spot because the spot you're in, you're cool with being right there. Right now, the Celtics are the three seed in the East, and damn, that's a good spot to be in. Let me say yeah. this: We none of us, none of us. I mean, if you're just talking about
1: strictly chances to win, I, I know a lot of people don't want the Celtics to play the Nets, but that would be so fun. That would oh, yeah. that's like what's well, like guilty my guilty pleasure of like, series. It's fun. I think you want to happen. I want that to happen. And for the record, I think the Celtics could still win that series even without Rob because the Nets I would are expect thin-
2: them to. The Nets, I think the they Nets will. are
1: thin themselves, and they've got obviously they got two superstars that have the ability to go off. But so the Celtics. So, like, yeah. I'm not going to count the Celtics out. And if the Celtics play better defense and they'll have the home court. If they um, play
2: Brooklyn, if they play Brooklyn, I still expect the Celtics to win that series. You know, I just I think it be a much Give me, Give me Brooklyn. Guys, me Brooklyn. beeping,
0: beeping. If you hear beeping behind you, mute yourself.
1: If you hear it, we can hear it. <laughs> yeah, if you can hear it, we can hear it. So That's can the Bobby people. Josue just, Josue just, <laughs> um, pointing at Bobby. Bobby there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Josue's like, I'm clean.
1: All right, good. Um Bobby, you got anything for us from the uh, no from the four, 45 second. A, yeah, we got
4: an question about his t-shirt or something and that was it. Oh. I don't know what's going on sounds, down there, sounds but, riveting. But uh Glad I don't we know sent what, you. what, what are we talk what are we talking about here?
1: <laughs> uh who the Celtics sh- should want to play or who we want them to play in the playoffs first round. All who right. So
4: on the Brooklyn thing, let them get out of the playing tournament first before you worry about that. They lost a brutal game to Charlotte. They haven't been playing amazing since Kyrie got back full time there. So they got to get out of that tournament before you can be worried about them. I am worried about the two teams that I think they're more likely to line up against here. And I know you guys mentioned the Milwaukee loss tonight. So that kind of keeps them in play for a higher seed, but it looks like Chicago or Toronto. You know, they're half game about Toronto? I'm worried about both those teams. Chicago's got a lot of firepower. Even though they're not playing well, those DeRozan DeRozan 50 bombs can get you, as it did the Clippers the other night. So you're worried about his isolation scoring. And with Toronto, they have so many guys to throw at the wings. I mean, we kind of saw a mini preview of it up there uh, when the Celtics were sitting everybody, of course, but they're so disruptive. They're so aggressive on the offensive boards. The Celtics aren't a great defensive rebounding team now, especially without Rob. And of course, you know, it's a tough place to play in Toronto. So, and you have the lingering vaccine questions, which we won't even get into because we're all just guessing there, but who knows what happens there. So that's a dangerous series for a bunch of different reasons. Uh, it's, it's, It's a team that's had Boston's number. We certainly remember that Bubble series, and you have champions on that team. Pascal Siakam's playing amazing. Fred Van Fleet has had an all star season. That's a group that I don't think you want to mess with, and especially without Rob. Uh, you do have a size advantage on them, I'd say, in the interior that you could take advantage of. And Toronto's offense isn't very good. So I still think the expectation with the Celtics is to win a series. You should be beating no matter who, beating whoever you line up against first round. Mm-hmm. And
0: that should why, be the expectation, now, even the without case. Rob. Why is that the case again? It's like I know that's it's the expectation, like, John. It'd be a I disappointment know, but, if they don't. No, that's but it's I'm not saying. though. That's the whole thing. Is like I think you really got to rethink it. And it's not to be negative. You just have to recognize they're they're so the back. season's gone now. No, they're just they're back in the pack. It's not an expectation. It is a total coin flip in that first round. They are back in that pack right now. This is a team that played. Ungodly, high, a ridiculously high level for 30 games, and is only one or two games ahead of one of the teams that they're going to play. They're not in a different stratosphere without Rob. But they're, you still have enough to win games. They do, but so does ev- every team in the playoffs has enough to win games right not now. The teams you're going against, yes, they do. It, without Rob, every team that any team they face in the first chance absolutely can win that series against the Celtics before I would have said before Rob's injury, I would have said, I don't think there's any first round opponent I'm concerned with at all. Your concern starts when you get into the Milwaukee's and Miami's in round two, I, well, but you're now going it's from destroying different. those teams, losing one guy to losing to them and saying,
4: Oh, whatever. He Not losing
0: the to them. You weren't destroying them. You haven't really gotten to play any of them uh, at full strength for them either. You haven't. The reality is, they've not play, faced a full strength Chicago team. They've not faced a full strength Toronto team when they've been full strength too. It just hasn't happened. They've not played these teams when those guys have had everybody and when they've had everybody. And right now, the Celtics are missing a key piece. They're very much in the pack again. So there's a lot of uncertainty in that first round matchup. I don't. I don't. Before I before Rob's injury, I would. I, I didn't think so. Now I do. Yeah, right, I, I mean,
3: think.
0: I. Go ahead. Nothing I think it's fair. No outcome I think would it's, surprise me. That's all. Okay. Yeah.
3: Well, all right. Well, when you word it that way, I I just don't think it's people are thinking. The, no, outcome a guarantee. Would
1: surprise you. Wow. Good take.
0: But, but people think it's a guarantee <laughs> that they're going to win
3: that first round. Are we serious? I don't think it's a guarantee, but I think for certain matchups, you would say it would be surprising. They lost, you know, uh, a team it would like be Cleveland surprising Cavaliers, if Toronto. they lost to Chicago
0: without Rob. It would really be no, surprising. Saying, no, no, I'm
3: saying, I'm saying particular. He match-ups, said certain right? matchups. Cleveland, yeah, certain that matches. Man. Cleveland Cavaliers, Toronto Raptors. Like, yeah, that would be surprising because you still have the arguably the three best players in the series on your team, or at least the top two. You know, and from what we've seen between the two of them, that should be enough. From what we've seen defensively, even without Rob, it should be enough against those teams. But yeah, I mean, to your point, if you lined up against a team like the Chicago Bulls, or if you lined up a it changes. I don't think, I don't think you should be able to say that whoever they play against, you know, if, if they stay in this third seed, obviously, right? If they drop, then it's a different story. But I, if they stay in the third seed, you know, that it, it, it's going to be, it wouldn't be shocking if if they lost. I think it would be somewhat shocking or surprising if they lose to one of those teams between, you know, uh, if, that, if they're blind up to play the sixth seed against against a team like the Toronto Raptors, or the I, Toronto's I the Cavaliers. one team.
0: I agree with you guys. I just don't. I, I don't you still see like it. Cleveland.
3: You still
0: uh, leaving Cleveland? Yeah, and again, I you know I think Cleveland again. I think you're going to have the Celtics as favorites. All I'm saying is they're much closer to that pack than they were before. So therefore, any range of outcomes is now possible. I, well, I know a lot of people. Second- I know a lot of people are like, "Don't worry, we cruise through the first and then get Rob back in the second. That first round is really going to be challenging right now. It's really good. See, All of I- these teams are good.
3: That's how I feel about the second round, because everyone's like, oh, Rob will be back, Rob will be back. Well, we'll win before game two, before game three. Like, all that makes a difference, makes a tremendous difference in the best of seven series, because you're going to be matched up against one of those top four, you know, 14, four or five teams in the East that are going to give you, they're going to give you fits because you don't have Rob in the mix. Or even if he is in the mix, he's not 100%, but, you know, if he's not playing at all in those first, you know, game one or game two, you're in a tough spot.
0: A you know. um, Couple interesting things just to rip through um, in terms of uh, the uh, the rest of the league uh, as we're talking about like people entering the playoffs. You know, we've been talking about the Simmons thing this whole time. A, a report out today; they don't even know if he's around for the first round at this point. Are we well, consi- are we considering it a wash? Are we considering this a a, a, a sunk year for him? Yes, yes, hundred yeah. percent. You don't, don't see what, him contributing at all,
3: at all, well, other,
2: well, other other than waving a towel on the sideline. That's that, that's, that's going to be his role.
3: With the brand new, the, uh, with the brand new fit, all suited up and stuff. If he no. made a penny
1: this season, he should give it back. It's pathetic, honestly. It's disgusting. Well,
2: well, the the issue that Brooklyn's going to run into with with him is that if let's say they get into a series and they're playing really well, and then you want and he's let's say healthy enough in all phases, mentally, physically, ready to go, do you disrupt the flow to in, in, to integrate him? Or do you just let him sit and just call it a wash? And if you're behind and you're in a must-win type situation, do you really want to put him in that type of pressure situation right out the gate? I don't see yes. any way that bro Jimmy Jimmy, yeah. you're supposed to do that it's now, bro- okay? You're supposed to do that two weeks. He's
1: getting paid millions
2: of dollars to be in pressure situation. Jimmy, Jimmy, the damn game. You're acting as ago. if he's Jimmy. You're acting as if Ben Simmons is like your average NBA player. He's not. He's clearly he's not. In fact, the whole pressure situation is the reason he's in this damn situation to begin with. Because he couldn't right. handle it. Well then you gotta get so the why only you...
1: way you're gonna get over it is by getting back out there. You wanna so why, teach a kid not... to swim. You gotta throw him in the pool. You don't show not, him a picture of a pool. Why not or... do that now?
3: I just don't understand it. Like why not you put don't. him in the mix, even if he's limited? Like I don't I, I
1: don't understand. He's not it. gonna be shot. he's not gonna be asked to be the focal point of the offense. He just needs to go in there and he can't go in there and play defense, he can't go pass the ball to Durant. Hey, just but give the ball to Duran or Kyrie. Jimmy,
3: he's this freaking all-star point guard, man. He's gotta be in the mix. He's gotta be, you know, well, be, can't mix, be a, a part-time that. guy who just doesn't even know the sets yet and, and hasn't even had I the rest and then jump into the playoffs. Like that's I just that don't sense. think
2: that they're gonna risk putting him out there at this point. I, I just don't I, think they'll do it. I do. It's basketball. Healthy, if he's they've, healthy, they've, they've, why they're they're professional
0: basketball players, they've played yes. their whole lives. Why are we beating he's gonna run? You
2: can't, you can't throw look, the fragile guy they, out there John the they haven't been treating John they have not been treating him the way you would treat a basketball player. Yeah, exactly. That's that's that's, been facts. Babying him. that's facts. That's facts, my dog. Him. They haven't been treating him that way. Facts, my dog. <laughs> he real. should have been, <laughs> been out there by now, but and he so, hasn't.
1: So it's gotta be physical. I treat- mean they say he's got a back issue, so I mean obviously, apparently he's got a back issue.
2: Yeah, he's he won't got got go back away. so I mean <laughs> listen,
1: I'm not saying I'm not saying that he's faking That's an business, injury. Business. Yo, if he's got a hurt back, he's gotta if he's, hurt. If, back, if, he's, gotta if hurt he's healthy, back.
0: if he's healthy, he's playing.
2: He
1: had a week back, about a week back.
2: He should play. He should play if he's healthy. He should play. I'm yeah. not convinced he will though. I'm not convinced I, that I, he will be in physical condition to play and that they will play him. And so
0: that's the thing. It's the physical. At this point, they're kicking this can so far down the road, I think you're just going to run out of time. Like, if you're already saying, yeah, regular season's out, we'll see in the playoffs, you're right. It's not just integration. It's just – Bobby's going to get the – They've already checked out that he's going to be part of the The – The clock is ticking at that point. So you're – you're really in bad Bobby shape.
1: Bobby will take a massive victory lap if he doesn't play, and I'm going to take a huge L. Probably my biggest L in a long time. And I don't take many, but I would take a big L if Simmons doesn't. Play. Oh, that's why you're so upset. One other thing—that's thing why you're, w- you're all working. There it's part it is.
0: Talking about the teams around the <laughs> Celtics. Another report today that some 76ers players aren't feeling Doc Rivers these days. Yeah. James what, Sp- when, who,
1: who could that? I mean? don't know
0: what that means, but 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 James Harden friggin' is just friggin' dropping bodies
2: everywhere he goes, huh? Oh, you, know? you going to put this on him? <laughs> the basketball hitman. Basketball <laughs> hitman. Oh, man. You're going to
0: put
3: this on James?
2: Yeah, I don't, is, think, I, don't, I don't
1: think it's Cork Maz that, He's freaking
0: Brother Muzone, okay? He shows up somewhere. People are going to die, okay? <laughs> brother Muzone, okay?
3: He's the guy who comes he comes through <laughs> after, like, three weeks. He turns around like, you guys even like this dude? And all of a sudden, he's like, you know what? I'm not not—I'm actually not a big fan of it, but no.
1: Doc dog will know. go I, down swinging, we, though. You can't say it was swinging. definitely hard, though. You know that would be it. You cannot say it's Harden. Yeah. But to get eliminated.
0: he does have a – he's got a track record. He does.
3: He does. I mean, if this thing goes south, I'm sure there will be interesting quotes out there. But I don't know. Philly's yeah. always – you never really know what's going on in Philly. But this is the year. I mean, this should, or it should be the year, right? And, and yeah. he's an MVP candidate. The year for what?
1: The year for them to choke? Again? The year what? for them to go Philly to the conference my... finals, man. Been Philly was to... my favorite. Philly was my favorite. But – i don't know if I don't they'll know. break through i'm, I'm, I'm I, waffling a little bit on them right now
2: listen i, I and I've, I've been consistent with this when they included curry in the trade they lost they lost it at that point because he you need guys to make shots around joel mm-hmm. he was one of your and right now you've got harden who sometimes can make shots and you're counting on Maxie to be that guy. Come That's on. Joe Sway, Stop. everybody. I don't want to save the jokes. What happened? Well, someone thought you farted again, Jimmy. Is that what happened? I, I'm hearing, I'm hearing some sounds coming from He's Joe. He's so Sway. paranoid.
3: It's
1: the drill. It's the drill. <laughs> <laughs> I got. I got it. Yeah.
2: Jimmy's like, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. Yo, <laughs> yo,
1: my hands are my hands are up right now, bro. Like, you're it, not it a ain't I Ain't making any me. sounds.
2: You're good. You're good. Yeah. Philly's so, in trouble. I'm not worried about them. Philly's,
0: lo- Philly's lost three straight. Th- they're they're tanking to avoid and the B Nets. And can't do it all. Last time they faced them, that didn't go well. Milwaukee went toe-to-toe with them. They barely snuck out a win. They want nothing to do with the Nets. They sat everybody tonight. They're like, let's get out of this two seed. So, again, beware. Celtics need to get the memo here. Let's start resting some people. Once you've locked up home court in round one, call it a day. That's what I say. I'm, Health I'm, is more...
1: I'm,
2: that makes.
0: Well,
1: that's the, the difference mo- between Toronto and Chicago, though.
0: Look, there's some. There is back-to-backs April 6th and 7th, Chicago, Milwaukee. There, uh, and then you got three days off to Memphis. I think two of those three games, your starters aren't playing. Um, right. Yeah. It, it, one of those back-to-backs, and then the probably the Memphis game. Um, I would,
2: if I, if I wait, had, so to, if I had to line that up, I would have my core guys not play in the Milwaukee game.
4: Yeah.
2: Yeah, it makes sense.
4: Yeah, but you only, yeah, you only an angle for seating here, and you know, try to they drop a little, go do as it. high as, go it. as high as you possibly can. Don't yeah. be afraid of anybody.
0: Okay, it's except except the Nets, anybody. which absolutely oh, you absolutely. Bobby, avoid. Bobby wants that. Perfect. The Nets might
4: not make it through the playing round. i I would not be surprised if the Nets lose in the playing round. I would they not be surprised not if the Nets win right. the title.
0: Like I, I not mean, you know, I don't know how they earned this,
4: this reputation. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though, because they're so freaking so terrifying. You, don't
1: know how, so you know how know so how Kevin so Durant and Kyrie
2: Irving have earned this reputation? They're
0: terrifying.
2: Here's here's a, here's a, the scenario that I can see where, where any series they play in, they have the two best. You know, if Brooklyn has to play Charlotte. In a playing game? They don't play defense. <laughs> I, I like Charlotte. I Charlotte's Charlotte. another
4: team. Atlanta, explosive <laughs> offense.
2: You I'm know, not who worried about Atlanta. Atlanta, there's, they're done.
4: I guess the tricky thing <laughs> is like they're going to get in that Cleveland thing as Cleveland continues to slide here, and it doesn't look like the Cavs are going to have anybody rolling at full health for that game. So they win that, and they kind of punch their ticket into that seven. So that's how they could do it. But if they lose that game and they have to play a Charlotte or an Atlanta in that next game, that's where I'd be worried if i them. And, you know, they got to actually clinch that eighth seed. They're in a tie with Atlanta and Charlotte right now, and they're not in a good tie-breaking position with them. So we'll see what happens tomorrow. They have a game against the Hawks. But, again, you can't be scared of anybody if you're going to make this run here. You're going to have to play the Nets at some point. It's it, yeah, it'd be great if it's it
1: not according to you. No one's going to play the Nets. No
4: one. It'd be great if you could do it later, obviously, with the Rob return there. But, I mean, again, all these teams are tough. Toronto, Chicago. Yeah, yeah it's the playoffs. They're all,
1: they're, all, they're all good enough to be in the playoffs. So there's obviously strengths. and weaknesses. You might get a Cleveland if you're lucky. But... but, Bobby, you would have to agree that probably Toronto and Cleveland are probably two of the weaker playoff teams. Fully healthy. Let's just say fully healthy. Every team, all things being I put... equal.
4: I'd put the Bulls and uh, Raptors in an echelon above the Cavs for sure. Yeah. Just because yeah. of health. Yeah. That's um, yeah. And then after that, it's obviously you got you're up the upper tier four. And you'd probably put the Nets like sandwiched between the Bulls, Raptors teams and the top teams there. So, yeah.
0: Where do you put Sh- the Celtics? Sherrod, sa- Sherrod said it earlier. Give me Cleveland. If you want one of those teams, you want Cleveland.
4: It's tough to say. I haven't seen enough of the Celtics without Rob here. It doesn't look great so far. I still think they have enough to win a series here, but their defense dropping like it has the last couple of games here is really worrisome. And the Celtics didn't sound that worried in the pressers tonight. There just isn't a lot of time to hammer down these rotations and all the different things that they need to do. And that's another reason and possibly not rest guys. Cause you got to get the rotations down and the chemistry rolling between these new lineups that you're putting out there. So I think there's room to rest for one game that Milwaukee one's a good one, Shroud. But other than that, I think you're going to have to play this out. You know, maybe if you walked into that Memphis game, you could bomb that one out, but um, you know, for the Chicago one, you got to seal up home court, as John said, washington on sunday you can grab I think a win they do it
0: they've pretty much sealed it at this point i mean not sealed but like just the way things play out and teams playing one another you know it's not sealed sealed you're two games up in the loss column on those teams and you own tiebreakers so you're feeling pretty good about you know edging that out i think one more you know another win or so and it makes it almost impossible so you you take care of business here it's going to be hard to fall out of that, that thing. And I do think they'll strategically rest people in that. Like I said, they're not playing their starters in the back-to-backs. They're going to sit one of those two games. And then depending on how things shake out, I wouldn't be stunned if they sit them all in Memphis. So I'm sticking with that prediction. Two of those last three games, they will not have a full lineup. Um, so, yeah.
1: So let me just say something here. So one, one betting site, I'm not going to say what it is. Cause no free ads. However, has you know you can bet on who's going to win the Eastern Conference. Who do you? Which team do you think is first? Milwaukee. It's the Nets, but I don't buy it. It is the Nets. Oh, plus, I thought the Nets
0: were. I thought the Nets were second.
1: Plus two sixty five for the Nets, and then the Bucks are plus two eighty five. Oh,
0: I had it flipped in my head. The yeah, Celtics, very, I mean it's very the Cel- close. The Celtics are third.
1: Celtics are third at plus four twenty five, and then you've got the Sixers right behind them, and the Heat. And then there's a big jump from the Heat at plus five hundred to the Bulls at You know why plus the Heat 30, are low?
0: Because people think they're gonna play Brooklyn in round one. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> the
1: Bulls Let are plus uh... twenty five hundred. So there's there's five teams that the general public thinks has a legitimate chance. It's fairly even, I guess. One through one through five. I mean, there's a big difference, I guess, between the Nets and the Heat. But yeah, yeah, good good money on the Heat right now, plus five hundred, I guess, if you think they're they're legit.
3: Yeah. Good,
1: Hornets plus well. thirty thousand, so not a, not a lot of belief in the Hornets at plus thirty thousand. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
4: they are getting
0: Goran Hayward back tomorrow. Hey, toss a couple bucks on them, ride it out. That's not a bad one. Um, yeah. All right, so we got another one a couple of days, so we'll wrap it up here. If, if anyone's got any final thoughts, uh, fire away. Otherwise, we're going to say goodnight. I do want to mention our poll. We are in the finals, guys. We are oh, yeah. in the finals. It is between <laughs> Phenomenal and Brockton Wi Fi. Two wow. number one seeds, two wagons. Right? Wow.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is honestly, this could go either way. I don't even know what I haven't voted yet. I'm not sure which way I'm going to.
4: Phenomenal go. just has so much momentum. I mean, that's <laughs> what everyone's familiar with. Yeah, phenomenal
1: is is so. Oh, Joe Sway, you're muted. Can yeah,
0: you. and we're you run... hear phenomenal hey. everywhere run. now. I heard
1: put that one on next year's bracket. Joe Sway, you're muted. That yeah. going go we're again. running that, uh... this...
0: Yeah, we're running it through to Sunday. You get one more chance to vote in Sunday's game. We will announce a winner on Monday. Phenomenal versus Bobby Wi-Fi and a Garden Report. March Madness bracket, and Wi Fi, Rockin' Wi Fi, Wi Fi. Sorry, and we've uh, we've we've added a few ones since, so we'll have some new additions in next year's tournament. We'll knock some other facts, my
2: dog, facts,
0: my dog. Yeah,
1: that gonna that's gonna
2: be, gonna be a, that's gonna be a top three seed, Doctor Jimmy, <laughs> top three, oh, Doctor 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 yeah.
1: Jimmy will be a at the rate I'm going with it, it might be a it might phenomenal
0: be a has game. built is out. Let's if this were a basketball game and this is the first quarter. Uh, Phenomenals out to like a a, 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 a significant <laughs> really? lead right now. Yeah, yes. Brockton Wi Fi is kind of an old... that's like two years old. Well,
1: Wi Fi is a, it's a mainstay. Like but it's, it's a never mainstay. going away. Yeah. yeah, it's
2: like Kentucky. It'll it'll be there, but it's not going to win. Yeah, it had its day. <laughs> I it it have to go
1: for it. Brockton Wi Fi is like an original. It's it's since di- probably since day one we've been dealing with this. That's our
4: one of the earliest jokes. Just yeah. wait,
1: still can't hear you. <laughs> there hear you. it goes. No, that's the mute button. <laughs> that's the mute button now.
0: Yeah. Facts, my dog. Anyways, All right. So uh, we will wrap it up, but just vote in the poll. Um, if you can, uh, <laughs> you know, support us, please. If you haven't already subscribe to the channels here, give us a like, give us a follow, follow here. You see a bunch of the Twitter handles on the screen. Uh, other than that, uh, that's what we got. Oh, Celtic CLNS Twitter as well. The polls are running there uh, and we'll be up for the next two or three days. So you can check that out. Wizards. What time's that game guys? One, one, one o'clock. All right. I'll think about it. Random Sunday uh, at one game. Random Sunday at one game. We're back for that. So we'll see you guys on